I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to McCartan Before Midnight here on The Fan in New York City after a Mets meltdown, losing two of two so far in Atlanta. Crucial games lost at the hands of Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. They're not out of it yet. But I, I've got a question, big question mark about the lineup that Buck Showalter's trotting out there. I mean, everybody likes to point to Tyler Naquin, which, yes, over his last eight games, he's hitting under 200 now. No home runs, just two extra base hits, one RBI, not a single walk. And you got to ask yourself, how much are the Mets missing Starling Marte? I mean, a lot. And he's still in pain, so... I don't know when he's going to be going to be back, but Naquin is like the only option out there in right field because if Canna's in left, and Nimmo's in right uh, or in center. I'm sorry. Th- then that leaves that leaves Naquin the only option right for real, and and that doesn't fall on Buck Showalter's shoulders. That falls on the shoulders of, of, of the general manager of the New York Mets for the failure to address outfield depth at the trade deadline, among other things. A catcher, per se, an offensive catcher, per se, like, I don't know, Wilson Contreras, as if he wasn't out there, or, you know, a reliable reliever, uh, David Robertson, as if he wasn't out there to go and get. But the failure to put a, a lineup that makes sense is on the manager. Why is Pete Alonso hitting second? Why is Jim McNeil hitting cleanup, right? You look at uh, Jeff McNeil on the year. Jeff McNeil on the year has hit seven home runs total. Seven on the year. Okay? So, you know, depending on on what Freddie Freeman does tonight, at the conclusion of the Met game, Jeff McNeil is just four points behind Freeman for the highest batting average in the entire league. So you're putting him fourth with seven home runs for what reason the guy gets on base and puts the ball in play. And then you get Alonzo, who, who, who is leading Major League Baseball in RBI, and, and you put him in a spot where there's only theoretically one guy ahead of him eligible to get on base. Make it make sense. Okay, so Alonzo gets on base, let's just say. And then he jams up the base pass for Lindor and McNeil behind him. I'm not being mean here. 
Pete Alonso is not a threat at all to run, to take a base, to swipe a base in a crucial situation, to go first, first to home in a crucial situation. And with Marte out, Lindor is the team leader in stolen bases for the New York Mets. Why clog up the base paths with Alonzo in front of him? Alonzo is a ball and chain to a guy like Lindor behind him on the base paths. Station to station go uh, Lindor. Station to station go McNeil behind Pete Alonzo on the base paths. Switch him! You know, Buck Showalter has kept the batting order largely intact throughout the entire season. So why start screwing with it now? Make it make sense. Along with the McGill thing, make it make sense. And, and oh, Eduardo Escobar, who has been nothing but clutch for this team like every day the past couple of games, banished to fifth in the order? Make it make sense. Oh, and Alvarez brought up entirely too late. How can you expect the kid to acclimate to major league pitching in the most high-pressure situation in his career in the Mets season for the year of 2022. Game one against the Atlanta Braves with the NL East hanging in the balance on the line. Alvarez was swinging so hard. It was bases loaded, right? He was swinging so hard. He was trying to hit the ball to freaking Mars. The bat flew out of his hands not once, but twice in that game. And an occurrence that he says doesn't happen often at all after the game he said that. Make it make sense. The Mets can't get out of their own way. Craig in Rhode Island, you're up next on The Fan. Awesome show. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I, I'm so disappointed. I'm sick to my stomach. I'm looking at this again. You, you know, you bring up points about Buck. No one wants to talk about it. It's, right. It, there's a lot here. What I'm very nervous about is at some point, and, and I hate to see, and this is what I hate. I'm so upset tonight, Daniel. I can't even begin to get into this. But what makes me upset is right now I'm already settling for the wild card. And right now, I have my little notebook out, and I'm writing up a sheet of paper about at what point are the Mets just going to have to concede and start to plot what their rotation is going to be for next weekend yep. when now all of a sudden we have to host the wild card game. Yep. This is unbelievable. And I heard how the Marlins came up with their news today. Alcantara is done for the season. So, you know, the Braves are going to walk all over them. Fine. Maybe Bassett gets it done tomorrow night. He'll probably eat up eight innings, let up, you know, something like four runs. But we won't be able to score any more than two. And now all of a sudden you're playing for the wild card spot. And I guess I'm just curious to to hear the take from your end in, in terms of uh, when will they say, they say the Mets do win tomorrow night? When will they actually have to figure out, um, you know, in other words, is there a scenario next week where – DeGrom or Scherzer is pitching against the Nationals to try to recover the division, or at some point you just actually concede to have those guys ready for the wild card. Yeah, well, well, I'm looking right now. Greg, awesome. You know, awesome call. I love the passion here. I'm looking at, they've got the rotation set. You got, like you said, Bassett going tomorrow. You've got then Carrasco in game one against the Nationals, Walker in game two against the Nationals. We know how those games may or may not go. And then you, you got DeGrom slated in October 5th. 
what do you do? It's the last game of the year. I mean, they could be, they could need him, right? So then, what do you look at? All right, you, you pitch him on, you know, do you pitch him in game one of a wild card series, or do you go to Scherzer? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but it, it's 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 something that. And then and then, how do I say this? The Mets needed to stay out of this wild card. You want to know why? Because then they could set their rotation for the next round and don't have to worry about this. Now they're going to have to go into the to, to the next series with not their top two guys. Who are the top two guys anymore anyway at the top of that rotation? It's, it's like worst case scenario for the Mets to be a wild card team in this year's postseason. No, it, it actually is. And if I could just get this last thing in here. First mm-hmm. of all, okay, Milwaukee, you never know. They still might sneak in. Who knows? San Diego today, the... The Padres daily, they're all nervous. They've been up and down. But I think this is a very interesting point. Now, if the Mets can, if the Mets make the wild card, say they sweep the wild card, they could easily get guys somewhat rested for that October 11th start against the Dodgers. And the, the sort of lingering question for Mets fans will be, would you rather play the Dodgers in five or would you rather play the Dodgers in seven? Now, obviously, what changes the entire uh, question there is the fact that you would have to go through that wild card round. You wouldn't be set rest. But, I, I mean, I can't even believe I'm having this conversation. I know. I it's know. so ridiculous. I'm just, I just have to listen. I need it to vent. Let's go, Mets. Bassett will be fine tomorrow night, and we'll see where we are a week from now. Thanks for a great show. Yeah, Craig, thanks for a great call. Uh, you look at, uh, let's see. Pitching rotation. If DeGrom, in fact, does make that start October 5th, all right, and the Mets end up being the NL wildcard team, that game one is on October 7th. You can't throw DeGrom in that game. You just can't. It's like, well, let me count the days. <laughs> Do I need a, cal- a calendar here? The 5th. So that would be one, two days of rest, three days of rest. DeGrom in his career has never pitched on three days of rest. So when he goes on, it'll be the fourth day of rest, would be the October 9th. October 9th would be a game three if necessary. You got to pitch him on three days of rest. He's never done it in his career before. Never, ever. And and he's best with, actually, he's best with six days of rest or more. That's when he's at his best. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, this is this is... This is worst-case scenario if the New York Mets. If you're the New York Mets, you're looking at this, and you're like, how did this happen? Worst case. Jacob DeGrom, I'm looking at baseballreference.com, days of rest, career splits. There's never been a day where he's he's pitched on less than four days. It's four days, five days, or six days of rest, and that's it. Tom in Florida, you're up next on The Fan. Hey, thanks for my call. Mm-hmm. Thanks for making it. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about the Mets real quick. Yep. You know, I've uh, I've been a fan of this team for probably 25 years now, ever since I was a little kid. And I've really only seen them make the postseason, I don't know, like five times, six times. Okay. Right? Um. Yeah, because I'd say like 98 was when I started becoming a fan. All right, let's get to it. Go ahead. Yeah. I I mean, look, this is, when you look at it, like this year has been a good year, right? 98 wins. I think we all would have signed up for that. Um, They're likely going to win 100 games. 
Um, I think that a lot of Met fans out there and a lot of Met fans on this radio station, talking about the hosts particularly, have underestimated the Braves this entire year. The Braves have been playing like close to the, basically like neck and neck with the Dodgers as the best team in the league this year, ever since June 1st. You know, when you look at how they started the season mm-hmm. and then where they're at right now, mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. So, look, the Mets, this is a process, okay? And if they settle for a wild card spot, look, they, they don't make the playoffs consistently. They're not like the Dodgers. They're not like the Braves. They're not like the, the Yankees where, like, they're constantly, like, 90-game winners. I mean, how many seasons do we just, like, watch this team and it's like they finish five Ten games below five hundred. All right. So what you're saying here, Tom, and you're roundabout saying that that you're just satisfied with where the Mets are in terms of the number of wins. Is that it? Is well, that what you're saying? I, I mean, I'm satisfied with the number of wins. Look, I I I obviously want them to win the division, right? You know, because they've just been they've had that first place seed this entire time. But the thing is, like, when you look at the rosters, I mean, the Braves are the reigning champions. You know. Like, we can't underestimate that. And the Mets, they just, they haven't done things consistently for years. I think this year is a step in the right direction. I think with ownership, you know, with Cohen being able to spend money, um, you know, retain guys in the farm system, I think for years to come, this is going to be a good team. Yeah, but what happens when Jacob DeGrom bolts next year? Then what? Well, what I would say is Jacob DeGrom has pitched in only one year in the playoffs. Right? So if he does bolt next year, well, guess what? That frees up more capital to sign other players. Mm, I like I it, mean, but I, pitching, I, like, pitching is king, you know. Well, Danielle, he's only been around since, like, August 1st. You know, the guy can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a big concern. I mean, Max Scherzer's out there. He's, what is he, 38? He's throwing, like, seven innings, like, sometimes eight innings, like, no problem. I mean... Come on, you know. The, yeah, I mean, I, I see. It, I see where you're it's going. It's frustrating, but like, I know. you know, I don't want to see Jacob go. I mean, he's been like their best pitcher, you know, arguably since Tom Seaver. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, like, he can't stay out you know, there. If we, right, and and and, yeah. and, and the, the the thought, Dom. Thanks for the call. There, the thought I was having before, as I was walking in here, was all right. Do you let Degrom walk? Right, allocate, reallocate that money elsewhere. You know, like. A position player that's going to play every day in, you know, right field for you, number 99, I think I would do it. I would do that. All right, we, we had we have to hit the break here. So uh, more Mets talk, of course, coming up after the break. Um, and and it, what a meltdown it has been in Atlanta over, the, over these past two days, tonight included. DeGrom, Scherzer, 1-2. That's like a 1-2 knockout for the New York Mets in, in a bad way. I'm Daniel McCartan with you till 2 here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.